Hey there. You got a bunch of leads, but too swamped to make heads or tails out of them? When it comes to sealing the deal, you just throw out a number and hope for the best? Well, it's time to change that too. Welcome to the Million Dollar Pipeline Challenge, tailor-made for the home services and remodeling pros just like you. We're cutting through the clutter, showing you how to chat with your customers and nail your pitches and boost those conversions. No more guesswork, just solid strategies to grow your business. Tune in to transform your approach, and let's build that million-dollar pipeline together. Text the word MONEY to 844-949-1984. That's the word MONEY to 844-949-1984 to begin your million-dollar pipeline challenge today. Welcome to Blue Collar BS, a podcast that busts the popular myth that we can't find good people, highlighting how the different generations of today the boomers, Gen X, millennials, and Gen Z are redefining work so that the industrial revolution that started in the U.S. stays in the U.S. Welcome back to the show, Brad. Glad to be here for another exciting episode on Blue Collar BS. I'm glad you're excited. I don't know if exciting episodes are the term to use or not, but I'm I'm also glad to be here today to record another episode. Dude, we've got a fantastic guest lined up. We have Mar- Morgan Gutenkunst on the show today. Welcome, Martin Morgan. or Morgan? Which one is it, Steve? <laughs> it's Morgan. Mark, okay, just checking. Oh, thank you. Uh, thanks for having me. I've listened to your guys' uh, show a bunch in the past, and I am uh, honored to be a guest. On I think Steve's episode. had too much captain in front of that Morgan. Well, you know, that's so that is the drink of choice here on this show. So <laughs> <laughs> it is Friday afternoon as well. It is, it is later here than it is there. So dilly dilly. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Morgan, for coming on to the show. We appreciate it. Uh, we also appreciate uh, you and TJ taking a listen to the show while you're on your job sites and things like that. So usually the first question we want to get out of the way is we are a generational conversation. What generation would you identify yourself in? I would, I would say uh, identification and uh, the label of what generation I'm in based on birth year probably don't match up, but uh, that, being I would agree. Said, that being said, <clears throat> I am a millennial uh, born in 86. Okay. Awesome. You know, what's been interesting is the last couple millennials we've had on have also said very similar that, Hey, I'm birthier there, but I really don't live in that space or behave in that world. And that's been an interesting trend to see here. So it's been very interesting. <laughs> Yeah, to say the least. Just let's back up. Tell us a little bit, one, about yourself, but two, a little bit about your business, and then we'll jump into the third question. All right. Sounds good. Like I said, my name is Morgan. I'm owner and founder of Morgan Thomas Construction, which is a residential remodeling contractor here in southeastern Wisconsin. Growing up, I grew up in California. I have always had family in southeastern Wisconsin, so always, you know, called this basically second home. Hey, Um, second home come on (laughs) i always i used to let me take that back now it is my primary home and i'm quite glad for that because uh the state that i was born and raised in is not too appealing (laughs) (laughs) to be living in anyhow that's another conversation growing up uh i was always a hands-on kid building forts doing this doing that trying to experience things and and pursue things 
that most of the kids I was friends with, you know, weren't too interested in. My grandfather owned a construction company back in California called Morgan Construction and Engineering. So growing up with him, learning carpentry skills, job site skills, things of that nature were, were really cool and kind of what I became drawn to. Um, my name is Morgan Thomas. Uh, so it's opposite of my grandfather, Thomas Morgan. And that's kind of where the spinoff name of the company came around. Growing up, you know, getting into the high school range, I did some summer work for a couple different contractors, um, a framing company, a big commercial electrical company in San Francisco, um, and then sort of pursued that into a degree in construction management um, from Chico State University. And At a real university? What's that? Is that a real university, Chico State? Chico State, yeah. Where is, was, uh, where is Chico State? What are the Chico State Aztecs? I mean, what are Ch- they? Chico State Wildcats. We Wildcats. Are, we are, um, it's about an hour and a half north of Sacramento. Okay. Northern Central California. It's, very, it's a very ag-based school. Okay. You know, that's probably like the, the biggest major. Um, then obviously for any state school followed by your typical business and marketing. Uh, but then construction management was right up in there in the top five, I think. Cool. So that was really cool. Uh, obviously, that degree focused a lot more on sort of civil, uh, civil and and um, commercial work, uh, just based off of a teachable curriculum. Right. Yes. <laughs> um, Hard to teach building walls in a university. Yeah, exactly. Um, which was which was great. I, I really enjoyed it. I learned a lot. However you know, it wasn't, it wasn't really what I was passionate about. So, you know, coming out of college, I had two opportunities. One would, would have been to kind of follow my, you know, follow the the college career path and, and get a job as a project manager, project engineer for a big commercial building firm in the Bay area or around the country. The other option that was laid out in front of me was something that I had been, you know, passionate for my whole life with, and that's sailboat racing, which is... <laughs> completely i was wondering if that was going to come up in the conversation today Uh, i wasn't sure if it was going to but it is now so basically you know total opposite end of the spectrum i was very fortunate and able to uh make that a career professional racing for quite a number of years out of college uh and then families happen and you want to start settling down and i've always sort of had the i guess entrepreneurial or you know independent kind of mantra to my life and starting my own company in uh, a trade or in a, you know, in a space that really appealed to me and something that I was passionate about became a reality. So we've been in Morgan Thomas Construction has been in business now for a little bit over two years. Uh, We mainly focus on, you know, residential remodeling. So additions, we'll do outbuildings, garages. But you're not busy right now. (laughs) <laughs> not busy enough not, 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 yeah, not busy enough nope um, the hotel is not full yeah not yet so we uh you know we really focus or you know i try and focus our business and you know our dealings with customers i think in a non-traditional way we're very much into a family and and creating a, allowing the customer to be involved through that process. It's not like, Hey, here's a set of plans, go sit in your other room. Let us do our thing. You know, we try and be very inclusive, uh, keep communication clear 
uh, an often sort of almost design build, but kind of fly by if, if, if something needs to change or if they're not liking what's happening, we're the first to say, all right, let's, let's solve this. Let's, let's figure this out because in the end it's yours. Right. We want you guys to be happy with it. No, that's very cool. So with that and being only two years in, knowing your, knowing your history from let's, let's rephrase this, your workforce, is your workforce predominantly the same, like in the millennial category, or is there, do you have a mix in your workforce? Uh, currently my workforce is quite limited, uh, awesome, but limited. They have, yep. they are all, um, what would it be? I guess Gen, Gen Z. Z. Yep. Yeah. Gen Z. Um, okay. so, you know, up to now I've had basically two, two young guys working for me that are in the age range of, you know, 19 to 22. When they started working for me, they, you know, didn't have much experience in the remodeling space let so alone you had to show them which end of the hammer was used for banging nails right uh, only on occasion <laughs> only on occasion um however you know for me and and my upbringing right being taught by somebody right older than me um i'm pretty passionate about that as well to be able to have the opportunity to have a workforce that i can impart knowledge on and teach and sort of mold along their early journey in work life uh, has been super enjoyable. A challenge sometimes. Um, what but, kind of challenge? What kind of challenges? Uh, let's see. On a on a job site, challenges may be uh, you know rework things that uh, <laughs> might not get cut right the first time, have to be recut, or you know, say a wall goes up, has to come down because it wasn't plumb or square. You know. Uh huh. Certain <laughs> things that you get into when uh, you know when you have more when you have greener, a greener workforce, I guess. Right. Um, that being said, uh, you know, it's been a great, also a great learning experience for me in terms of improving the way that I communicate and teach and also how I sort of set expectations uh, on both, both sides of the field for me and, and for them. Right. Uh, Since you have that younger workforce, where do your, um, where do your subs fit in? Are your subs, same age? Are they older than you? Where where have you found your your partners? Where are they falling in from that category? And, and if they're of same or older or even younger, what are the issues you might be seeing from a communication or behavioral perspective across those lines? Yeah, that's a that's a great question. I think you know when I first started the business and and was reaching out and, and looking for subs, I definitely maybe not gravitated, but I was I was lucky in a way where you know, some of these subcontractors, whether it be plumbers or electricians, the, the companies that I was initially introduced to, um, I was able to sort of be in contact with either the owner of the company or like an, an, an older, more knowledgeable project manager or master plumber or whatever you may have. You know, that felt safe to me starting a new business because obviously they have, they, they know they've been, they've been in it. They've been there. They've done it where I have had not fast forward two years. I've obviously grown my sub base a lot. I've actually met some, uh, some companies and some subs that as Brad, as you mentioned, are basically partners. Now it's not, there's a better, more full relationship in terms of work with them. And those, those people or those, those gentlemen, those employees there are, closer in range to my age. Okay. Mm -hmm. A little bit older than me, you know, 
three, four years older than me. And they have employees who are older than my workforce, but younger than me. I think they're more, they're more open. They're not so set in their ways, I guess. I'm not trying to. (laughs) Hey, 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 (laughs) hey, come on. Tradition. It's tradition. Tradition. Hey, I'm all, I'm all for that. I'm all for that. Uh, I respect that, but. But you you don't like it. It's okay. We get it. (laughs) Hey, 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 hey. Not like is, is a, you know, I don't know if that's the right term. I just think that there are different ways to go about things with the goal of improving the process um, mm-hmm. that in the long run could be better. <laughs> I'm not saying it's wrong, but I'm uh, just letting you know where there's a different way, a better way to do it. <laughs> ah, well, all right. you, can, you can, you can use my words how you like. But... <laughs> There's no, one, there's more good. than one way to do everything. But uh, the boomer X way is the right way. You know that. Come on. For some. <laughs> I love it. I love it. So just ask us. We'll tell you. Yeah, we'll tell you. We'll tell you how, you know, what, what the right way is if you really okay, want to know. Pipe down over there, Steve. You're not. All fair. I don't want you to give, your, give away all your secrets to. I mean, we do have to let, you know, the youngers, you know, the, those that need to, you know, learn a little bit longer, you know, the opportunities to learn. But, but, but anyways, so as we're talking about the workforce side, obviously there are, there are some struggles when you do face, you know, work with somebody that is old, like Brad, I mean, older, more experienced, (laughs) you know, so while you're, sorry, it was good. Was hey, for those that couldn't see the podcast, you should not take a drink when, <laughs> when Steve's giving talk. you shit like when that. I'm going to talk. <laughs> so this is good. So like when you're working with especially skilled workforce on a job site, when somebody does have more experience than you and there's an issue with them or an issue with not, not necessarily with them, but something of the work being performed, how do you reconcile that? Mm, that is a good question. That's why we ask those questions on the show. This is a hard hitting notch research program. Um, Wow. I'm trying to recall a situation. Yeah, Let's just play a hypothetical. So let's let's play a hypothetical. You got a You got a job that's going on that you're project managing and then there's some stuff going on. Fair enough. Communication is key. That's a huge focus in my growth as a business owner and, and the growth of my business. I mean, if there is... Like we said, hypothetically, somebody from the boomer generation performing work on one of our sites and it's not getting, it's it's not up to the standard. Taking generation out of it and looking at us all as we're all in the trades, we're all here to perform this job. Yes, you may have 25 more years more experience on a job site than I do. I, I don't think that takes away from the fact that, you know, we're both there to achieve the same goal and to have a constructive conversation face to face, not pointing fingers saying, Hey, you have that up. No, I didn't. You know, it's more of like, Hey, okay, (laughs) this is the issue that we're facing right now. What can we do to solve it and move forward in the quickest, most efficient manner so that the end result is, is what was promised is what was, is what is expected um, on all fronts. So your approach, it's very interesting. And the reason why is because I've been experiencing a lot of stuff when it, in, and I'm going to use say generational when it's really, you have an experienced workforce with a, a workforce that 
may not have as many years. And, and like you pointed out, there is more than one way to get the job done. But what's interesting is how you pointed out your approach is more of let's find the common solution versus if I had somebody that had 25, 30 years of experience on somebody else, what I'm seeing right now is how they berate or berate the individual first and then tell them they need to go fix it without constructively talking about how we're going to do this and get it done in a certain time frame. For me, there is a clear generational, and I'm using these words purposefully, right. is there's a clear generational difference in how you're approaching your problem solving. Right. It's more, let's find a clear, let's get together and find a clear direction on how to solve the problem versus first calling you an idiot, then questioning your work, and then telling you you need to fix it, which we see so much in Specifically, I'm going to say we do see that in the trades today. Yeah. So your approach is very, honestly, it's very refreshing, you know, trying to find that common solution. And that approach of, hey, you're an idiot, you did it wrong, now go fix it, is why we are struggling to keep uh, and, and, and get Gen Z kids into the industry because we don't have enough folks like Morgan willing to support, teach, educate, and or take the chance or risk to build out an organizational structure that allows for people that haven't grown up the same way or had the same experiences or that different level of common sense to be able to come in and share those experiences and, and create a new opportunity. It's the old way. It's my way or no way. It's like, well, no, we can do it a different way. If yeah. you want to. <laughs> if you want to. Right. right? I mean, to. I mean, I, I, I look at it from, I look at it from uh, if I put myself in those guys' shoes, the, the younger, say less skilled, Gen Z guys that are that are trying to get it. You would get at least myself. I would get pretty discouraged and turned off if I showed up to a job site every day, wanted to to learn and improve and get better, and I've got the superintendent over here, the or the project lead, just like you said, calling me an idiot, telling <laughs> me that I did it wrong, and saying fix it. I, I would be like, well. <laughs> yeah, screw you. I mean, I'm leaving. Maybe I need some guidance. Like I obviously did it wrong because I don't have that skill. Like, okay, I, I had to cut that rafter seat cut, you know, two or three different times because I wasn't given the outline and the process. Mm -hmm. Nobody showed me the trick of the speed square that made it super easy. Cause I only do it. Cause I only do it once every three months. Right. And I might, I might've forgotten. Yep. But if that, if that job lead or if site lead, whatever, you know, could just step back take a breath and say, Hey, let me take five minutes here, sit down with this, this, uh, young labor and say, Hey, here's, here are the tricks. Here's this and that you've obviously, you've, you've then just up their level in skill and job site performance. You've created a better relationship, working relationship between the two of you. And it just creates, in my opinion, it creates a better, you know, morale for, for the guys working, uh, creates a happier job site. Therefore, I think, you know, a better final product. Yeah. Because everybody really love your really approach. cares about it. Yep. Yeah. Your approach, your approach, your approach is so different than when I first started. So when I first had my first construction job at, at 15, my very first, the very first thing Just they so did. you know, everybody that was 10 years ago. for that, Oh yeah. That's shit. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe 12. Cause he's not. maybe 12. Yeah. Maybe 13th pushing it. So I still remember this very first task they, they told me to do is they filled up my pouch with all these 16s and they said, all right, go toenail that wall. And I remember just standing there going, what the fuck does that mean? And I didn't say a word, you know, and they're, they're all these guys. And at the time, you know, they're, they're in their forties, fifties. 
and they're all and some of them were in their late 50s and they're all standing staring at me and i'm just like looking around going fuck do you want me to do like i i literally had no idea it was just like hey um we're framing out this house uh we need some extra labor throw you on it i'm like okay i just remember i didn't even ask i didn't even know what to ask and then the owner was like you don't even know what the fuck you're doing do you and i was like i'm 15 (laughs) (laughs) and he's like all right and he actually took the time after they you know, did their, their, you know, the, after they put the fear of God into you. (laughs) That came when I was running across the, the, the peaks with no, no backfill, but that was later. That was, that was, you know, three months later when they actually taught me how to, how to toenail, but it was, it was interesting because he actually realized somebody actually had to pull me aside and actually show me what they actually meant. My fear today, and it it isn't so much a fear, is it, is it actually happening? Is those types of steps aren't happening with the more experienced and seasoned crowd because they're so stressed that they need to get the job done. Now they just need, and they say, I need help. Now you can get help, but you actually got to spend the time to coach, mentor, and train them to get them where you need them to be. So then you can go do things. It's not like these people know exactly what to do when they first come out. Right. right? So that's what I like about, you know, the approach that you were discussing when you're, when you're hiring these younger Gen Z's, so you're actually taking the time to teach them. And that's the survival opportunity for the, for the entire industry, because that's where the population is. That's, that's where the talent pool exists and kudos for you for um, behaving differently and, and creating those opportunities for others, because that's where the talent pool is. That's, you're not going to pull out a 42 year old guy to come in and say, Hey, I want to be a general hey laborer. Now. It's just not going to happen. Hey now. And if it happens, do you want them, Steve, as an example? Right. I, I, if Steve doesn't know how to toenail a wall, I don't know if you want to teach, uh, teach him that. <laughs> I mean, you can't. At his mature you age right now. <laughs> so, so, Morgan, if somebody wanted to get in touch with you, contact you, learn more about you, what's the best way to do that? Best way to do that? A couple different ways. Um, our website, you can go on there, morganthomasconstruction.com. Uh, there's a contact link on that page. There's also links uh, to both of our social medias. <laughs> Again, sort of maybe where I don't fit in with the uh, millennial crowd. Pretty sure we've got little buttons down there that'll send you to our Instagram or our Facebook page. Otherwise, you can shoot me a direct email, and that is morgan at morganthomasconstruction.com. Now, I'm going to ask you this next question. I think I know the answer. Are you looking for people still? Wow, Brad, thanks for that question. We are looking for people. Um, We are looking for people that that want to work, work on a team, that want to create stuff, want to build cool things and enjoy their time doing it. Cause that's, that's really what it's about. There's pride in our work. Our team is, you know, revolves around family, creating stuff like that. If you want to do something different, uh, be a part of something that's not the run of the mill job and uh, be able to have satisfaction every day when you leave, I would say, give us a shout. We would love to chat with you. That's awesome. Well, thank you very much, Morgan, for being on the show today. We definitely appreciated having the conversation with you. Stephen Brad, thank you guys very much for having me. It was a pleasure. No problem. So let us know in the chat what your team thinks about when they hear this episode go live in a few weeks. All right. It'll be interesting when you're on the job site playing the show and they're going, what? (laughs) (laughs) I may have a meet. I may have a meeting that day. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. <laughs>
That's awesome. Well, thank you very much, Morgan. Brad, until next time. All right. Thank thank you you guys. Keep doing what you're doing. It's really awesome. Thank you for listening to Blue Collar BS, brought to you by Vision Forward Business Solutions and Professional Business Coaching, Inc. If you'd like to learn more on today's topic, just reach out to Steve Doyle or myself, Brad Herta. Please like, share, rate, and review this show as feedback is the only way we can get better. Let's keep blue-collar businesses strong for generations to come.